Wednesday night can mean one thing. The employment hour back here on AM 640. As always, the uh, the next hour, over the next hour, 416-870-6400-640 on sale. Love to get your calls through. You've been let go. You've got a severance package in front of you. You think it's fair because your guy across the street said, oh, yeah, week period, you're good to go. That would be incorrect. We're going to start and correct all those problems and issues and questions you have. Anytime during the show you want to shoot Lior an email, you can do that as well. Lior, L-I-O-R, at employmenthour.com. We'll get to the severance pay calculator, a uh, a full show this evening up until 8 o'clock tonight. We always get started with the uh, the week that was. How are you, pal? Hey, Johnny. Thank you very much. Great to be back. And by the way, John, I think as you know, this month we're celebrating our four-year four anniversary. Years. Yeah. yeah, four years of the show. Incredible. And, and our goal back then is the same as it is now, which is to inform and educate and tell people what they need to know about their workplace rights. That, that's Those are important things, things that people have to know. So that's our goal, and we want to make sure that people have those answers. So if you're driving now in the car and, and maybe you're stuck in traffic and you're listening to AM640, then we want you to call us. Maybe you had a bad day in the office. You want to know if your boss has a right to do certain things to you. We're going to answer those questions and, and, and everything that comes up over the next hour. So please do that. Call us. And to start us off, John, the week that was, a couple of situations that I've dealt with, these bo- both fall in the category of uh, uh, time off work, or, or I should say workplace leaves. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first situation involved a gentleman that was in a car accident back in 2010 and was off work since then. Now, despite being off work, uh, he was in therapy, a uh, serious accident, and, and working really hard to get better. So he's been off work, except he got a letter last week from his employer saying, as far as we're concerned, uh, you haven't been an employee uh, since 2010, uh, and we kept you on benefits by mistakes. Those are being cut off, and we wish you all the best. Uh, and, and this employee was dumbfounded. He didn't know what does that mean. Was I employed till 2010? Am I still employed? Was I just fired? Was I fired six years ago, seven years ago? What's the deal here? So he contacted me. So here's how it works for this gentleman. Here's what I told him. Well, you have a right to be off work for medical reasons. doesn't matter for how long. It could be a week, a, a month, a year, several years. Now, the only time your employer can end the relationship with you, uh, if it's what we call a frustration of contract, that means two things. You've been off for a long period of time, which he has, and also if there's no prospect of returning to work. In this case, the employer did not even ask, did not even try to find out if there's any likelihood of the employee returning to work. And because of that, they can't say, well, no, there's no likelihood of returning to work. So this employee, even though he hasn't been to work for almost seven years, was just fired. He was still an employee. He, his employment was terminated, so he's owed full severance. Now, he was working for the company for 10 years before he went on a leave, but that was seven years ago, so he's now a 17-year employee. So his severance is going to be based on that. He probably is looking at around 16 months' pay is what severance would be for him. So that's a very important thing and very important for our listeners to understand is if you're off work for medical reasons, even if it's for a long period of time, that doesn't mean you're not an employee. It does not mean you don't have a right to your job. And it does not mean you don't get severance if your employer decides to let you go. So extremely important. I see this all the time. People being worried about, wait a second, if I'm going to be off too long, can my employer just let me go without compensation? Does that mean that I've resigned? No, it doesn't mean either of those things. You always have a right to your job back. You have a right to be compensated if you're let go. 
if the employer would have just settled down a bit and uh, gone through the proper channels, made this, you know, a frustration of contract, they still would have had to pay him severance, but it would have been less severance, would it not? Yes. Right. So at their best case scenario is that they still have to pay severance, just less. Right. In this case, they felt that they didn't have to pay anything. Wrong. Not even a chance of that. So, so they uh, breached the Employment Standards Act, potentially the Human Rights Code as well not to mention that they own severance. So this employer really should have gotten some legal advice before it acted the, the way it did. Fortunately for him, for the individual, he did get legal advice, and now he knows what he's owed. What else you got going on? Second matter I'll tell you about. I got another leave, but this is a different leave. Uh, this person decided to go working for a job and, uh, at a job and decided to go back to school to get his MBA. Uh, and he asked for his, his employer to allow him that time off. He wanted to go back to school full-time for a year and asked for a year sabbatical or a leave yep. of absence. Uh, his employer agreed. He said, yes, we're going to let you let you go uh, do school. You're going to be on a leave, and when you're done, you can come back to your old job, old pay, everything the same. They agreed, shook hands. He moved on. He started school. About halfway, about six months or so in it, uh, he gets a, a call and then a letter from his employer saying, well, we decided that uh, we can't keep this job open for you, unfortunately, so uh, you're not going to have a job when you come back. Uh, and, and since you're, you, you're the one that decided to go back to school, we don't owe you anything. Well, that's when he called me, of course, and I said, well, wait a second. Your employer obviously did not have the obligation to allow you to go on a, on right. a sabbatical. But once they did, they can't go back on it. They can't change the deal and say that you've somehow resigned. They can terminate you, but they have to pay severance. And this is important because this comes up in many contexts when an employer may do things that it doesn't necessarily have to. Maybe it gives you the ability to work from home. Maybe it gives you some sort of a pay raise. And after a while, they say, well, you know that that, uh, promotion we gave you, that pay raise? We're going to take that back. We're going to change that. Well, no, you can't do that. Once you're an employer and you do something that you may not have to do, that becomes a term of employment. Mm-hmm. So the employer can't go back and change the compensation, make you work from home, say you're not going to have that sabbatical. Uh, they could have said no to begin with, but once they've said yes, they're stuck with it, and you, the employee, have rights. So I want everyone listening to understand that an employer can't just change the deal, can't change the game, can go back on what they've, uh, what they've promised. We'll take our uh, first break for the night, a short one. We'll get right back into this. We'll cover the severance pay calculator and our topic for tonight. Uh, for the first part, any what to do if your employment is about to be terminated. Got that crystal ball happening. Employment Hour continues. Talk radio, AM 640. Yeah, 416-870-6400. Star 640 on cell is the number to talk to Lior all night long. Well, at least till 8 o'clock anyway. He's probably not around at 2 in the morning. But John in Mississauga, good evening, sir. How are you? Okay, I suppose. Good. What's going on with you? Well, okay, this is actually going back now uh, almost two years, but uh, what happened is uh, about five, six years ago, um, uh, I was uh, I had a problem with a company that I was dealing with, um, and I actually quit that company, but I liked the field that I was in, and so I looked around for another company, I found a company in Quebec, in Montreal. I approached them. Uh, I designed all the marketing materials. I added my own margin to the product and uh, built a business. Uh, They wanted me to do $200,000 in sales in a year. I did $1.5 million in six months. 
And uh, I built up a business where I was making, well, I don't mind saying it, I was making between uh, seven to $10,000 a month. Um, and I, the entire time I wanted to get a contract from them, and I uh, went back and forth, back and forth for about three years, but they, they ended up never signing anything for me. And then one month, uh, one day in March of, uh, I guess it was 2014, um, they sent me a letter stating um, uh, our, our agreement is terminated, our company is going in a different direction. Mm -hmm. Of course, they still sold it to all the clients that I had on my own with no leads, nothing. I had built up the business myself. They still sold them, but they just said they didn't need me, and they didn't give me any termination. Now, the thing is, they're in Montreal, and I found it very difficult. There was no lawyer that really wanted to deal with, I guess, out of province or whatever. But, like, I was frustrated. But, so I, I just... I just went on and went forward, but, mm -hmm. you know, I'm listening. I listen to uh, you guys literally every day, and I'm saying, saying to myself, man, it, it, it can't be right what they did. Okay. No, and, and John, it's certainly... for termination. Yeah. The only thing is that I did not add any more clinics uh, to my customer list because they weren't signing the document, and I said, why am I going to, you know, because I didn't trust them, and right. I was right. Okay. Now, John, let, let, let me stop you there. I got a sense of, of what you're talking about. Certainly, it was not right at all to do that. They they have a right to let you go, but they have to pay you full severance. And from the sounds of it, they, you would have owed significant amount, uh, amounts because you were making a good salary. Unfortunately, you're out of time. There would be a two-year limitation period. And I think you said this happened in March of 2014. There's not much we could do right now. That's an important lesson for you and our listeners there. When these things happen, you get, to get you have to get proper legal advice. In this case, it would have had to be in Quebec. That's where he was working. But don't sit on these things. You can't be let go without compensation. So thank you very much for the call, John. 416-870-6400, star 640 on your cell. Diana, good evening. Hi there. How are you? Good, thanks. How are you doing? Okay, what's, uh, what's your concern tonight? Well, I have a question about bonus structure compensation with a, a company. Um, talking about a, a family member who was hired by a company in fall of 2012 um, with a hourly salary and a bonus compensation package that entailed you sell a particular item, you receive a certain bonus. Um, right. The program was disbanded in sort of the new year of 2015 going into 2016. Previously under the program, aside from salary compensation and benefits and things like that, the bonus structure worked out to about $1,700 to $2,000 per year in terms of how much um, that individual received. After the program was disbanded, a new program was put in place that was based on a very different criteria, more on sales growth as opposed to an individual item. And in the following year, racked up a total bonus of $175. Right. So to me, this is, you know, I don't know if this breaches the constructive dismissal clause, but certainly that's a significant impact on that individual's earning potential at a bottom line. And their tasks yeah. and daily duties have remained the same. Now, and here's the, the thing. The problem, number one, is if it does meet the level of constructive dismissal, timing is an issue because I think from what you were saying, this happened about a year or so ago. Just over one year ago, the program was changed. That's right. Right. At, at that time, something could have been done about it potentially because uh, that's when it was implemented. By now, 
the employees are deemed to have accepted this change to the bonus structure and the bonus plan, even though obviously no one was happy about it. Uh, but in reality, if, if it's a, you know $2,000 a year, it depends on the salary. You know, If someone's making $35,000 a year, $2,000 could be a significant portion. If they're making $100,000, $2,000 a year may not be as significant. So this may or may not be a constructive dismissal. The bottom line, certainly, an employer cannot make significant changes to the terms of employment. That means an employer cannot just eliminate a bonus to the extent that the bonus forms up a significant part of the compensation. The key, of course here, uh, Diana, is you have to do something about it right away. If you don't, you're deemed to have accepted it, and then you're, you're stuck with it. So whenever a change like that happens, you, do, you have to do something about it right away. Okay. Can I pose a follow-up question? Sure. sure. Okay, great. So when it was brought to sort of in-house management attention, um, the, the conversation was that the, the bonus program has always been on an annual basis, and so... Right. You know, you were paid your bonus uh, at our fiscal turnover every spring based on the prior year's sales. So you need to wait a year and see how the bonus worked out for you, and we're pretty sure you're going to end up making around the same sort of thing. So, of course, my family member waited a year. Now they've seen that they got the $175 instead. Uh -huh. So, unfortunately, that was not in writing, though. Well, here's the thing. If they couldn't know until recently what the new bonus is going to be, then that's different. Uh, if they if it was clear right off the bat that they're going to be making less money, then they're probably out of time. But if it wasn't clear until just now when they got the check and they realized, well, wait a second, instead of $2,000, I'm getting 175 well, that's different. And they, they can't yet be considered to have accepted it because they couldn't have known a year ago. If okay. that is the case, it is worth giving me a call. Then we can sit down and assess whether that does uh, rise to the level of a constructive dismissal. And then your family member would have a choice if it does rise to that level as to whether they, whether they want to continue working or whether they want to leave with severance and, and, and compensation. Okay. Well, that's been very informative. That's great information. And uh, I, I provided my number, so hopefully we can follow up on that then. Thank you. Thanks, Diana. And uh, going the other way, one 821 5900 Diana, if you want to call Lior in the office after the show, here till 8 o'clock, Monday nights as well at 7 o'clock, the employment hour here, Talk Radio AM 640. Got wide open lines, 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell. Would uh, love to talk to you over the next half hour with your employment, your severance concerns, your workplace concerns. So what to do if your employment is about to be terminated? Uh, so exactly that. What should someone do if they feel that they're uh, they're about to get let go? Yeah, and you know we, we do see that often when people uh, get, get that feeling, and I get these calls very often, people that have not necessarily uh, been let go, people that are anticipating that happening, they're seeing the writing on the wall, maybe someone said something to them, or maybe they've seen other people uh, in their department and their group being let go, and they want to know what they need to do. Well, the first thing you want to do is you don't want to give your employer a reason to consider letting you go for cause. What I mean by that is if you think you're going to be let go, that doesn't mean, well, now is the, the time to, to slack off, not show up for work, uh, screw up on a project. You still have to do your job the way you're supposed to do it. Now, uh, I've seen situations where someone believed they were going to let go and they just decided not to show up for work anymore. Well, then they were considered to have resigned. So you don't want to do that. You have to keep business as usual. You have to do your job and uh, be, be prepared, of course. It, it, remember the rule, John, is that an employer does have a right to let you go. And, and as hard as it is, you have to look at this from a, a business uh, lens rather than from an emotional one. 
and understand that you may not have done anything wrong. Mm. You may not have, uh, uh, there may not be a very good reason to let you go, but an employer can still do that as long as severance is paid. So start uh, thinking about the amount of severance that you're owed. Go to the severance calculator, severancepaycalculator.com to start thinking about the, the amount that the employer is going to have to pay you uh, and be prepared. 416-870-6400, star 640 on sale, talking about what to do if your employment is about to be terminated. Uh, say it goes beyond your you know, your spidey sense and the employer is trying to build a case against you to fire you for cause. What do you do? So we, you know, when I was talking just a moment ago, was, you know, assuming there's a restructuring or some cost cutting and I think I'm going to be let go. But the other side of that equation is what if I'm feeling that the employer is trying to build a case to fire me for right. cause, i.e. without severance? Remember, John, it's very difficult to fire someone for cause with, without severance. And for the employer to be able to do that, usually the employer has to build up a case. So if you think your employer is building up a case, and what I mean by that is you start getting written up, you get warnings, uh, and, and your employer is telling you uh, you're, you're screwing up. Maybe you've been put on a performance improvement plan, and you think they're trying to push you out. Well, what you need to do is build your own case. You don't want to make it easier for the employer to let you go for cause. So if your employer is criticizing you and you disagree with that criticism, you don't think you screwed up, say so. Say so in writing. Explain why the criticism is incorrect. Tell them exactly what happened. If they're putting unreasonable expectations in front of you, say so. Put that in writing, okay? Make sure that your position is known because otherwise, if you just stay silent, you may be considered to have accepted it, and then later on it may be more difficult to challenge it. So if you're, you believe your employer is building up a case against you and, and, and their goal, their uh, plan is to let you go or push you out for cause, don't just sit back there and hope for the best. Build up a case. Make sure your voice, your position is known. Don't make it easier on the employer. Lastly, how are you tonight? I'm good, thank you. How about yourself? We're, uh, we're fantastic. What's your concern? My question is about a family member who's been working at a, a company for several years, hourly yes. rate. And the situation has been up to this point that every year the company shuts down for two weeks at Christmas, and you were allowed to use those two weeks as your vacation, and you were paid your vacation pay for that time you took off. They got a letter a few weeks ago stating, well, we're still shutting down at Christmas, but you're no longer allowed to use that time as your vacation pay, but in order to get paid for that time off, you have to work Saturdays to make up the time. Can they do that? Uh -huh. Can they make that change? No, they can't. Uh, th that's obviously a significant change. That's changing the deal. But the fact that they can't do that doesn't necessarily mean that you can stop them. Really what it means is the employees may have a choice here, and that choice is they could potentially uh, just accept it. Okay, that's one option, and, and do what the employer is wanting them to do. Or they may be able to treat that as a constructive dismissal and leave with compensation, with severance. So those are the options. For some people, they may think that's an unattractive option to, to, to resign even if they get severance. But unfortunately, when I always talk about is it legal or is it illegal, when I say something is illegal, people think, okay, great. If it's illegal, we'll just stop them from doing that. And there's really no way to stop them, but there's a way to leave with compensation potentially. So if yeah. your family member or any of their colleagues would prefer to leave with compensation before they do anything, before they quit, before they uh, slam the door and leave, they have to give me a call. I want to talk to them. I want to get in some more details. But those would be the remedies and the options, Leslie, that would be available to your family member. 
Okay, and how long from the time they got the letter until they made the choice would they have to, to make the change? Well, frankly, they would have uh, they would have up until the time when the, the, the up until Christmas, up until the time that uh, that comes into play. The one thing to remember, though, is because they're giving them advance notice, some of the severance may be reduced. So, so they don't have a gun to their head in terms of doing something about it right now. But uh, it's a question of whether or not it would be worth it, which is why I don't want anyone to quit because the main thing is to determine how much would they actually be owed. Because yeah. if they knew they were owed $2,000, as an example, they probably wouldn't make sense. If they knew they were owed yeah. $50,000, it may make sense. Yeah, so I think it's the best thing to I do is... on the cake with a few different other changes that have happened, and this one was enough to say, well, I don't think they're allowed to do all the things. No, they're, they're, they're not allowed. You're absolutely okay. right, Leslie. They're not allowed. So I think they should give me a call probably sooner rather than later would be best. That number, uh, Leslie, one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred or Lior at employmenthour.com. Wednesday evening, we're also back here Monday nights at 7 o'clock with the Employment Hour. Yep, give us a call. We have time to talk to you. we got open lines if you have concerns. You know, that uh, the last call, Leslie, when she was talking about, uh, you know, changes and working Saturdays and stuff, you thought, you know, you got to make a, a decision whether to accept it or not. If they do accept it, though, the thing is, and I know you've said this before, is uh, they do it once. The employer can do it again. Right now, to work they Saturdays and Sundays. The door. Right. Yeah, they open the door, John. The doors that shut, they open it. And the problem with that is once you open that door, the, the employer has leeway. So when you allow an employer to make a change to the terms of, an, of employment, a change that they wouldn't otherwise have a right to make, by doing that, you arguably give them the right to do it again and again. And the classic example is, well, you know, we're going to uh, cut your salary by 10%. We're sorry. Uh, it's bad times. And you know what? I'm going to be a good soldier. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I'm going to do it. I'm going to stay there uh, be a team player. Well, that's fine. And that, that's admirable. The problem with doing that from a legal standpoint is that uh, your employer now can do it again. And maybe now it's 10%, but six months from now, maybe it's another 10%, and then it's 30% and 50%. Right. So that's the problem. Uh, you only have one kick at the can when it comes to a constructive dismissal. Uh, so if your employer imposes significant changes to the terms of employment, it may be best in many cases not to be the good soldier and to uh, to get what you wrote and move on to a different job so that you don't open that door. 416-870-6400, star 640 on sale. Before that, we were talking about uh, what to do if your employment is about to be terminated. So you think you're going to get fired? Is this time uh, a good time to go, oh, you know what, I got some back pain, get a doctor's note, I'm going to stay out of here for six months, that way I won't get fired. Yeah, and, and John, you it's know, tried, we're right? laughing here, but but I, it's been tried, and I get <laughs> questions like that weekly. People saying, well, I, I'm pretty sure that this Friday when I come in, they'll let me go. They asked me to, to come into this meeting with HR, so I'm thinking about just going to my doctor, mm. getting a doctor's note saying I'm sick. Well, what is that going to accomplish? Let's think about that. Well, are you going to be sick forever? Uh, are you never going to go back to work? Or maybe you know, you, you'll go back to work a day, a week, a month later, and then you're going to be let go if, if you're right and you were going to be let go in the first place. It doesn't change it. Plus, if the employer can show that they were going to let you go in any event, the fact that you're on a medical leave or a doctor's note won't stop them from letting you go. They can still send you a termination letter at home. Uh, it's certainly if they can show that they were going to do it in any event. Mm-hmm. So that's not a good thing. And, and uh, an employer can see through that, and it just makes you look bad. There's really no point. It may delay the inevitable at best by a few days, but no more than that. So if you're going to be let go, unfortunately, there's not much you could do to prevent it. Okay, There really isn't anything you could do to prevent it if it's going to happen. 
the one thing you can do, you must do, is make sure that you, you receive what you're owed because as we said a hundred times on the show, John, over 90% of people are not mm -hmm. offered anywhere near adequate severance. So when you lose your job, if that happens, I don't want you to be one of those 90%. I want to make sure that you do get what you're owed. Got uh, Simone on the line. Good evening, Simone. Hi. All right. What's, uh, what's going on with you? Um, well, I'm currently on maternity leave um, and I'm I'm supposed to be um, going back to maternity leave um, very soon. And um, I just sent an email to my employers confirming that saying, um, hi, I'm just confirming that I'll be returning on such and such a date. Mm -hmm. And they sent me an email saying basically, um, sorry, but we're letting you go. Wow. Did they so, say anything about compensation and severance, Simone? Um, nothing about severance. They said that they were going to pay me vacation. <laughs> Um, and basically they're saying they're letting me go due to lack of work. Now, uh, do you know if there's someone doing your job? Um, there has to be somebody doing that because our company is based on receiving referrals. So right. there is somebody doing my job. There has to be somebody doing my position. If not, they've probably just retitled it and called it something else, but somebody has to be doing that job duty. Hmm. And how long did you work there for, Simone? Uh, since 2014. Okay, so so going on three years, let's say. Uh, so what they've done is illegal in several ways and in several respects. Number one, they have an obligation to give you your job back. They, they do. It's clearly, it's in the Human Rights Code, it's in the Employment Standards Act. They have to give you your job back. Certainly, okay. if, if there's a, some sort of a legitimate restructuring and there's simply no job, maybe, uh, that could be legit. But certainly, as you've described, there's someone doing your job then that's illegal. They cannot do that. Beyond right. that, even if they was legitimate, they still have to pay you severance. And then you've been there for, let's say, almost three years. Uh, how old are you, uh, Simone? I'm in my 30s. Okay. So someone in your situation, uh, you're probably looking at about four months pay. It could be five months pay. So, so you're owed that much, even if the termination itself was legal. So no, okay. they can't do that. That's illegal. So uh, the good news is that the law can come down pretty hard on employers that act this way, and it's very straightforward to resolve. So we can resolve this quickly. Give me a call off air. Let's have a, a more in-depth chat. I can promise you with a letter or two over a period of a week or two, we can get this resolved, get you all the compensation that you're owed, and hopefully you can move on to an employer that respects their employees a bit better. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, okay. Sounds good. Thanks, Simone. We appreciate that. The number one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. Take a short pause here. We'll get back to uh, to more of your calls, Victor. I see you there, pal. Hang on. We'll get to you. Employment hour continues till eight o'clock tonight, and we're on Monday nights as well. Claude, to get your concerns voiced, questions answered by Lior. We'd love to answer them all here on this uh, second edition, uh, weekday edition here on uh, the Employment Hour Monday nights at seven o'clock. We get into it as well. Got to uh, Victor on the line. Victor, thanks for hanging on, pal. How are you? Oh, not too bad. Love your show, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, here's my question for uh, Lior. My current employer, I've been working for him for about 12 years. The first three or four years when I started with him, they put aside about $5,000 uh, to a private pension plan. And the past couple of years has kind of slowed down the business. From 5000 they went down to 500 Now, I have no employment contract. I never signed nothing with them. My question is, can they do that? So you mean that they started putting in $500 into the pension plan instead of 5000 No, no. They started with 5000 my first four or five years of employment. Right. 
every year they put in 5,000. Things kind of slowed down, and I'm part of management. I've seen that. Yep. They sort of unilaterally from 5,000. The past two or three years, they dropped it down to 500. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I hear you. So, so if you and I were having this discussion two years ago, whatever it was, when, when they started, I would have said absolutely not. And Because that's a significant, that's a huge change. Over time, that could, this could mean... A, a huge amount of money. So right. obviously they don't have a right to do that. The problem is, as I was mentioning to a caller uh, earlier on the show, yeah. is because now this has now been a couple of years, I think yeah. you said two to three years, and yeah. they've done it, and uh, you, you continued working, and I understand why you did, of course. You're now considered to have accepted it in, in a sense that that ship has sailed, and oh. this is now the term of employment where they put in 500 instead of more. So as a practical matter, no, they, they can't – oh, sorry, they, there's not much we can do about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, can they simply do that unilaterally? No. But now that it's been accepted, there's no way of going back and dealing with it uh, retroactively. Okay, but from this point on, let's say from 500, they go to zero. Once they go to zero, I can do something, correct? Yeah, if they eliminate it completely, that's, that's right. something else. If they say we're not going to do it, then, then yeah, uh, you, you can – uh, it's going to be a, harder, by the way, because the move from five, 500 to zero is not as big all of a sudden, but you can right. still do something about it. So right. the, the lesson here, Victor, is if they do that, you want to call me right away. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. if we speak uh, six months uh, even after they've done that, by then it would be too late. So as soon as you know that that's happening, hopefully it doesn't happen. But if you know okay. that it does happen or is happening, give me a call and, and let's chat about it right away. Okay, great. Thanks for your help. Thank you, Victor. Appreciate that. 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell is the number to call through. Talking about what to do if your employment is about to be uh, terminated. Uh, you talked about you know things that people try to do, call doctors, go off and leave. But are there signs you're about to be let go? Yeah, there, there are signs, and they're always the same types of signs. And, and by the way, if you feel and you believe you're about to let go, you're usually going to be right, okay? That, that's in my experience. So some of the signs may be when you're being excluded from, from meetings. Uh, obviously, there was meetings you used to be called to. All of a sudden, you're not being called to. If there's appointments that have been uh, canceled uh, on you, that the employer cancels appointments on you. If all of a sudden the, the employer, your, your boss, takes a, a great interest as to what you have on your schedule and what you're doing every day, they want to better understand where you are and what you're doing, that's always a sign because they're probably uh, trying to figure out what work they're going to have to reassign after mm-hmm. you leave. Uh, it, certainly, if you've been called into a, a, a meeting with uh, HR without the, a known agenda, usually that's a great sign you're going to be let go. So anything that excludes you, anything that, that that's unusual where your employer all of a sudden is taking a lot more detailed interest in what you're doing, oftentimes is a sign of, of a being let go. Uh, certainly there's other signs. If you see that the company is losing money, and and oftentimes that means that they're going to have to cut some costs. It might necessarily be you, but usually right. uh, you know, a company having a bad year may mean that people are going to be let go to save money. Uh, and, and oftentimes uh, those could be significant. There could be hundreds of people being let go depending on the size of the organization. We'll take a short break. Uh, it sounds like a Jeff Foxworthy skit. If you walk in, your name's being scratched off the door, you might That's be getting sign. fired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Lots more of the show. Employment Hour Talk Radio, AM 640. A few minutes to go in the show here this evening. We have, uh, you mentioned it. You touched on it. You, um, you know, referred to it a few times. Severance Pay Calculator. Give me some more details. Yeah, and it actually ties into what we're talking about, which is 
you know, what you do if you believe you're about to be let go. Well, one of the things, as I said, you want to be able to do is know how much compensation you're owed. You want to know before you even open that severance letter, you want to know what should be in that severance letter. It doesn't mean that that's going to be in there, but you want to know what should be in there. And then to do that, you go to the severance calculator. It's severancepaycalculator.com. Again, the address is severancepaycalculator.com, or you can download the app on your favorite phone. And you input three pieces of information when you go there. You, you input your age, your position, and the length of your employment. You just pick it from a drop-down menu. Okay, You don't even have to type anything. And that's it. When you press the button, it's going to tell you how many months pay your owed, how much severance you're owed, whether that uh, termination letter should say you get three months, 12 months, 24 months, or anything else. Now you know. Now you're armed with that information. And if and when you go to that severance meeting, you open that termination letter and you say, well, wait a second. The severance calculator said I should be getting 18 months severance. This says nine months. Well, now I know I have a problem in the sense that I've been wrongfully dismissed. I mowed more. Okay, so now I can get legal advice. At least you know. Mm -hmm. If you didn't use the severance calculator, you may think that what you've been offered is fine. That's why it's so important to use the severance calculator. Again, severancepaycalculator.com. It's the place you go to if you lost your job, if you're worried about losing your job, or maybe you're just curious to know what you'd be owed if uh, you ever let go. It's free. It's anonymous. It's easy to use. Uh, so check it out. Throughout the show, we've been talking about what to do if your employment is about to be terminated. So now the person, uh, you're right. You are about to be like, oh, you were just let go. What do you do right after? Yeah, Other well, than the calculator, if you haven't yeah, done it well, already. Well, you want to have copies of your employment agreement handy. You want to have a copy of the termination letter handy, of course. You want to also see if you can get a copy of, of, of a, a pay stub, something that shows what you're getting. If there's other documents you're able to get, such as a bonus plan or if there's a stock option plan, it may be helpful to have that handy as well because when we discuss and assess your entitlements, if we can get our hands on those documents, it would help us assess what you are owed. So what you don't want to do if you're let go, you don't want to get into an argument or a fight with your employer because one of the things you want to try to do is, is, is salvage a relationship at least to the extent that you can get a reference. You don't want to burn any bridges. And by the way, when I represent someone in negotiating severance, I make sure I don't burn any bridges. I never want to burn my client's bridges because you never know what's going to happen down the road. So you, you don't want to be emotional about it. Even though you may be, try not to be uh, at least uh, outward because you want to try to maintain that relationship uh, moving forward. Be professional about it. Uh, you know, leave. Don't create a scene. Get some advice. Use the severance calculator and make sure you have all the documents available that we're going to need in order to properly represent you and get you your full entitlements. Last minute or so to go here. How about we flip it on the other side? Some tips for employers for the day of they have to terminate an employee. Treat the person with respect. Understand that this is a very difficult time for them, okay? This is not going to be easy, so treat them with respect. Don't march them in front of others. Don't be uh, unduly insensitive. Don't accuse them of things if there's no point of that. Try to make it as brief as possible. Don't bring an outside consultant to talk to them about job search. That's not the time for that. Give them the package. Uh, treat them with respect. Make arrangements for after they leave to get all their belongings to them so they don't have to start packing up in the middle of the day. Mm -hmm. And also pick a day and a time where there's not a lot of people in the office. Employers have been penalized by having to pay damages because they treated employees in an insensitive way, including very recently there was a court decision. So don't do that. Remember that this is a very difficult time. Treat it with respect. 
uh, and, and if you do that, you would have complied with your obligations. You know, it's like a bandit. You rip it off yeah, and, right. and, and you move forward. Don't linger and, and, and don't be uh, insensitive. So we'll, uh, we'll do it for another uh, Wednesday here. Don't forget to uh, catch the uh, schedule on the weekend of the Employment Hour and also Mondays at 7 o'clock, same time as this. You will catch the show as well. Uh, a couple of things you should have in your pocket at all times. We just talked about it, severance pay calculator. Find out what uh, severance you should be owed. The real number, severancepaycalculator.com. You want to email Lior, L-O-I-O-R, Lior at employmenthour.com. And finally, the phone number when the show is over. Always have this one with you, one 821 5900 The Employment Hour, wrapping it right here for another night. Talk radio, AM 640.